episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK Diamantes. My co-host is Bricky, as usual. He's going to be hitting us with some grimy, ridiculous Warhammer facts. But before he does, uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous. You get a lot of bonuses. Um, consider supporting us if you enjoy the episode. And uh, yeah, 17K, we have a goal where we'll be doing the Dornian Heresy and... The Blood Angel. So check it out. I think that's all of my duties for the intro. Yes, you're supposed. Yeah, you're you were supposed to be quick about it, but then you took long by being quick about it by talking about how you need to be lo- quick about it. God damn look, it, DK. Look, man. Hey, that was a fairly quick intro. Shut up. It was so quick. I was like, is that it? Sh- shut up. Shut up. Do your thing. Okay, go to Orchid8.com, check out the merch, it's pretty good. Little guy stuff, just little guys. There's a little guy, it's pretty cool. Go read Betrayer. All right, we have an ad for this episode. Roll it. Advertisement goes here. Fart noises. Okay, we're back. Damn, get rolled. Damn, you've been rolled. Get rolled on. Get rolled on, idiot. Get rotated, idiot. Yeah, all right, you want your quote? Yeah, I want my quote. Then Damn straight, up. you want your fucking quote. All right, here's your goddamn quote. We are like echoes in a cave or waves upon the water, performing our parts every time we are called. We who have glimpsed into the flow of time see that it is exactly such vast confluence, paths crossed and recrossed. All are swept along. And we, masters of hindsight, insight and foresight, are bound that much more tightly to our duty than the ignorant, the belligerent, the blind. That was a long quote. No, it wasn't. Uh, kind of a long quote. Yeah, it was just me drawing it out to be dumb. Oh. Um, I I, I have a slight advantage uh, in in that I know I know it's Eldar. God damn it! You a child? I told yeah. you not to type it in the fucking chat. I I was I was checking my mic before uh, before jumping in. And I was like, oh, are the levels okay? And I looked over and I, and you, I was like, Shai. oh, yeah, you better get it right. All those Eldar fans, eh? And I was like, ah, ha, 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 someone, I'm going to mention this. I'm going to mention this. And then you saw mm. it. And then you saw it get deleted because I told her to delete it. Because Yeah, mm, I sure did. I sure did. God fucking <laughs> damn it, Shy. I don't, but hey, to be fair, I don't know specifically what Eldar this is or what Eldar topic this is. I mean, you should, you should have a pretty good idea. I should, but I don't. I think you do. You're just saying you don't to to give it a little bit more of like a, a thinky think. Oh, no, I just I just know it's Eldar and some timey wimey stuff. I guess I don't know. Okay, yeah, we're we're doing which which Eldar? Yeah, tell us which Eldar, huh? Which Eldar? Shy's mad that that she fucked up, so she's taking it out on you. Oh, um. I, I I honestly don't know. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, it's uh, Grandmaster Bitbop. How did you know? I'm I'm real good at these uh, <laughs> guesses, dude. Grandmaster Bitbop, let's go. He's, he's been a quite powerful man for a very long time. Good old Grandmaster <laughs> Bitbop. I love him. Lo- love old Bitbop. Yeah, good old Bitbop. Yeah, good old BB. 
We're just doing fucking Eldar. We're doing we're doing the craft worlds. We're doing we're doing the, the classic. Uh, we've done the main topic. We're now doing the various ones you can play in game, various craft worlds, differences between them all, and all that kind of fun jazz. Like we did oh, Admech a bit ago. Cool. Like we did with the orcs a bit ago. Like we did with your mom, or maybe hey. that was just me. I did your mom. Oh, is that why she came home crying and disappointed last night? No, that's because... Oh, that makes so much sense. That's because she had to return to you. He couldn't satisfy me, she kept screaming into the night. Into the <laughs> night? <laughs> yeah. Joke's on you, dude. I, I'm only doing that at 10 in the morning. That's what I leave after <laughs> our podcast, like drive over to your house. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. You ever wondered why... You ever wondered why there's always like a brick in your room being thrown through the window after I arrive? No, I just assume that's uh, I just assume that's uh, disgruntled uh, Ultramarine fans. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Eldar. So, good old Eldar. The the Eldar, my my total favorite faction. You oh, love yeah. these guys. Totally not a whole bunch of stuck up dickheads. Um, but they actually uh, are are a little bit interesting at times, um, and uh, and you know, as someone who is a a very big fan of like old Japanese mythology, that stuff, like the mm -hmm. you know the old spirits and yokai and that kind of stuff, I am mad that this is where we get all of that stuff from. But <laughs> here we are. Bricky's on yokai watch. Yokai watch. It's a stupid anime that even I don't bother watching. Is it like a? Is it like um? It's like one of those animes hunters. that like it's it's one of those anime that like four kids would dub terribly and put on Saturday mornings. That sounds great. God, I'm gonna get canceled for saying that, but I don't care. It's true. Yokai Watch sounds like Ghost Adventures with Zach Baggins, but the Japanese version. <laughs> Anyway, so Craft Worlds, uh, as a reminder to you or perhaps just the audience, I don't quite remember what a Craft World is. Uh, craft Worlds are, of course, how you differentiate between the Eldar, but they are these vast uh, spacecraft about the size of small planets. They are gigabig, and the Craft World... <laughs> gigabig. gigabig. And a craft world is built on the skeleton of, and I am saying this verbatim, psychoactive crystalline wraith bone. Okie doke. So imagine, like, imagine, okay, so wraith bone is a construct and a construction material for Eldar. What wraith bone is, it is crystallized psychic energy. You know how Green Lantern can just make whatever he wants with his ring? Oh, is that how Wraithbone works? They can just kind of make anything out of it? Uh, sort of, kind of. So it's like, it's like having a psychoactive material. So all Eldar basically by can, can mess with it to an extent. You can, you can build things out of it or, or add stuff or adjust things with the psychic energy. But there are people who are very much specialized in it, known as Bone Singers. And Ooh, that's a cool title. It is. So Bone Singers are like specialized craftsmen that help make really crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. So a craft world is created out of this wraith bone, but wraith bone operates almost as if it's living because it is a, a psycho conduit. Almost imagine like your, your psychic power can go through it like an electrical circuit. 
Oh, okay. And so it can be moved and adjusted and, and changed inside. Like each craft world itself is like a self-replenishing well of psychic power. It, the craft world is almost like a living entity, um, especially because it's powered by psychic powers reacting to it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the center of a craft world is a thing called a psychic grid, uh, or it's a call an infinity circuit. It's a big old structure that's studded with these spirit stones of their dead, which act as a psychic collective, like a gestural mm-hmm. consciousness that help run the ship, which also gives the ship kind of like a ghostly feel to it because it's literally ran and remade by the dead and right. powered powered by the dead. Brad, I remember the Infinity Circuit, just the collection of their dead that sort of just powers everything, sort of. Yeah, so a, right, this is a right. gigantic small planet slash continent-sized starship made and powered by the dead psychic gestural consciousness of the ancestors of the Eldar. Damn, that's some mysticism right there. Holy I was shit. about to say, that was a lot of words right that's, there, goddamn. That's, that's some mystic shit right there. So if you got, like, some really disgruntled Eldar that were just like, man... Everything is going awful, and I hate it here. Someone needs to teach these bitches a lesson. Could they just, like, reform the Wraithbone as they pleased and just be like, yeah, I'm going to make a giant hole under this person that I don't like, and out into space you go. You know, that's an interesting question. I was imagining the concept of, like, an Eldar walking into his room or something on the craft world, and then, like, sitting in a chair and being like, this chair isn't comfy enough, and then, like, turns it into a bed. Just kind of things like that. But yeah. I'm ima- imagining that it, if I'm thinking in a realistic, in my Warhammer way, I would I would think that it would take like a longer time. I imagine because it's, it's a psychic energy. I don't know. Maybe small changes can be made, but you are creating like a physical thing out of your mind. Maybe True. it takes like time. You need to like weave it. Yeah, you know, because there are people called bone singers, of course, but sure. I don't know. Maybe like, it's like you want to make like a basket, like, it, like a, it, it. Yeah, like a bone singer maybe could do some damage, but maybe just your regular old Eldar, just like man, I really need a drink of water. Let me make a cup, but they could but, like put a hole in the ship. I I don't know if maybe like like if you're making a basket, it would take the time it would take to make a normal basket, but just. Ah. Like, gotcha. weave a basket, but you're weaving it with your mind. Your mind. I don't know. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm not 100% sure. I'm, I know there's obviously variations because certain uh, of them are stronger than others, both in psychic power and specialization, being a bone singer. Mm-hmm. Um, Such a cool title. That's what a craft world is, right? And each of the various craft worlds operates as the, the term for both a craft world and the Eldar uh, conglomerate? Group, people, sure. etc. <laughs> Boy Scout Con- troop, conglomerate people, etc. etc. Whatever you call them, uh, that is underneath each of these names. So I've got five of them today. The reason I have five is because I like to combine this with the actual gameplay of the game. Um, and there are five currently playable options in the game right now for craft worlds there are many other ones obviously but at the moment we have Ulthway, a talk bl10 iand yanden iandan and and simon 
Ian same hunt. I Ian I, I don't know. The Ian Den specialization is getting fucking bodied, so we'll talk about them in a moment. <laughs> Damn um, it, Ian. But the first one we have here is Uthway. Now, you may remember Uthway as they were the major enemies at the end of the Night Lords books. Oh, it's okay. these ones. I was going to say, Ulthway sounds very, very familiar. So, okay. Gotcha. So, Ulthway is a black and bone color, often studded with red gems. Uh, they look the coolest by far because most Eldar color schemes, I think, look like trash. Um, <laughs> but black bone with red gems looks dope as shit. Oh, hell yeah. You're never so, going to go wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely not. So, Ulthway are all often known as the Oathway Shethwe Oathanet Oh my god Kazunheit Goddamn Eldar uh, they follow Oathanesh Shelwe which is the song of Oathanesh which is a folklore hero okay it, it, they, a lot of the craft worlds follow some kind of Eldar tale in some way um for, like, for example, their their craft world's world rune, uh, which I believe is like their their symbol, is the eye of Isha. It's it looks like an eye that has a has a tear in it, which is the okay. sorrow of Isha and the you know their goddess. Oh, poor Isha, in the jar. <laughs> Forever in the jar. Yep. Forever in Nurgle's jar. Yeah. Um, but they are one of the largest remaining craft worlds in the Eldar Empire at the current moment. And they're often known as the Damned because due to their craft world's very close proximity to the Eye of Terror, uh, it helps increase their psychic strength, but it makes people a little bit wary of them because, yeah, you know, they're increasing... So close to the Eye, yeah. Yeah, they're so, which is also the reason why they were able to deal with our Night Lord friends because they were close to the Eye. Mm -hmm, uh, but sure. they, they are much heavier based around their psychic strength. And that is their big, their big selling point is if you want to take like Eldar, I mean, all Eldar specialize in psychers, but if you want psychers that do like, oh yeah, we're taking psychic shit to the nth degree, you you're going to, yeah. you're going to go with Ulthway. I, um, I assume since they're so close to the eye, they were pretty pivotal in trying to stop the fall of Cadia. Uh, I think Ulthway actually helped. Uh, oh, really? So they, they attacked humanity? Oh, no, no, no. They held humanity. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, I thought you meant they... they. Okay. It's like, yeah, let's open the eye. It's like, are you... That seems strange. Okay, cool. I, I, I think that actually, yeah, that the Oathway assisted in trying to stop chaos from the, in the fall of Cadia. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was Oathway. Um, because Oathway is also, because they're so heavily based on their psychers, they're also some of the most premonition-based groups as well they're mm. constantly meddling with other races <laughs> they they are they have tons of seers lots of foresight um and especially especially like to meddle with humanity and also help destroy chaos the best they can uh in order to feed into the strength of their eldar i imagine all the eldar well, as long as they're not Drakkar, they all want to stop Chaos, right? Because they're just like, oh, shit, Slanesh, Chaos, oh, God, our souls, oh, God, the warp. I imagine, like, every Eldar wants to really 
let's 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 not let chaos uh, reign supreme. Also, didn't uh, the Ulthwa use their uh, foresight premonition in the Night Lord's book to try and? Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Well, yes, without yes. getting too spoilery. Oh, that's true. We don't want to spoil the book. For yeah, anybody. maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe shy, fair. maybe shy. Bleep what I said. Yeah, please. yeah, yeah. Bleep, bleep the whole thing. Just a yeah, long series of. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just put in Rick Roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Um, but yes. Uh, so uh, shy has a quote here that yeah, um, Ulthway had seen for a while Abaddon's Thirteenth Black Crusade because they have their classic seeing the future in all of their seers, and they decided to have this big united war effort to try to stop the Chaos Armies from the Eye of Terror. And they failed. They knew it was coming, and they still failed. Well, there's, an, there's a fancy thing here where it says, in Era Indomitus, Ulthway would sometimes go to Imperial worlds and remove corrupt administrators that might negatively impact humanity's fight against chaos. Wow. That is kind of wild. But, I mean, I guess as long as they think it's going to... Um, it's gonna fuck over chaos. They're probably gonna do it, even if it means helping out humanity, right? Because so long as it means by far yeah. the bigger threat. So long as you're fucking over chaos, you're doing your job right. Yeah, they are here yeah. to kill chaos. <laughs> Plays limp biscuit and walks off. Um, so naturally, in game, they are uh, big into their volume of psychers. They also have some of the highest volume of Eldar guardians, known as the Black Guardians. Eldar Guardians are basically civilians that take up arms to fight your basic troop. Um, They're they're trained, obviously, but Mm -hmm. they're basically civilians that take up arms in order to fight off. And since they're so close to the Eye of Terror, think of it a lot like before with Cadia, where basically everybody was a soldier. Oh, yeah, yeah. For the same reason why almost every Eldar is a soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, so in actually in game they're probably my favorite to play they get a crap load of buffs <laughs> oh my god normally whenever you have play a, an army you get like one to two benefits and they get four Damn. Um, which is just crazy they're like four minor benefits but they're still pretty darn good mm-hmm. um, they're pretty nuts uh, they're, they're, they're pretty darn crazy their attributes called foresight of the damned Warlord trade is Fate Reader. Relic is like the Ghost Helm of Alashazir. Damn. Yeah, Gazuntai, right? Yeah. Um, I but, see a theme here. But yeah, Oathway, lots of psychers, lots mm-hmm. of foresight, very, very large Eye of Terror, etc. Fuck you, Chaos. Sure. Got it. Uh, moving on, we have Bealtan. Bealtan <laughs> is one of my least favorite color schemes out there, and they're only worse by the next, uh, by, by Ian Dunn. Um, they are white and green. Oh, no. I do not like the way Bealtan looks That's at all. a weird-sounding name, Bealtan. Like, or Bile. Bi- I don't think it's Bialtan. That sounds Yeah, it's just, it's just a weird-sounding name, too. I don't, don't like the color scheme. Don't like the name. <laughs> As I lose my voice. Yeah, Bealtan's a weird name. Bealtan, Bealtan is a strange one. Uh, Bealtan is one of the most aggressive of all the Crash Worlds. Um, they kind of have the mindset of, uh, hey, I want the Eldar Empire to return to its former glory. And they realize that in order to go to its former glory, they need to kill a lot of people. And yeah, if, you want, if you want to bring back the Eldar to what they were pre, uh, pre-fall, you are going to like murder a lot. 
They do have a pretty, yeah, they do have a pretty cool craft world, though. It's got all these, like, giant, like, solar sails in their back. Oh, shit, that is cool. It is, it's really neat. Oh, God, um, their color scheme is horrendous. It's like, ah, oh, when you said white and green, I was, ex I was expecting, like, you know, a little more green in the armor, but it's just, it's all white with, like, just a green helm. Ah, oh, that's, that's, ah, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like their color scheme one bit. Awful. They're not, they're, that's not even the worst, like, by far there are worse ones, which we'll get to later. But, um, you need to imagine Beel 10 a little bit like Necrons in the side, in the thought of like, wow, everyone else around us is disgusting, and we have the right to rule the galaxy. This is ah. our life. This is our galaxy. It, out, it wants to be ours again. Okay. Um, the, oh, that's true. That is a very Necron sort of mindset where it's like, oh, yeah, this all used to belong to us. We better kill the shit out of everything and take it, take our, our, our throne back. That's true. Yeah, that is very Necron. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so way back in the when there was this thing called the Battle of Bealtem, which was during the 13th Black Crusade that nearly destroyed their craft world. They actually uh, lived because of the Inari's help with uh, mm -hmm. Gilliman's girlfriend. And um, it actually part of that whole deal was where they burst the Yinkarn avatar, which is the avatar of Yanid, the god of death. Mm -hmm. uh, the Yinkarn actually has a model, and it looks sick as shit. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, it looks so cool. It, the Yinkarn is a really dope thing. But that avatar was birthed from uh, this whole battle of Bealtam. Um. But the craft world unfortunately broke apart. Due to Ooh. how many problems and issues of <clears throat> demons with the Thirteenth Black Crusade, so it's more like a moving flotilla now, kind of like a Quarians, got a little bit of a Quarian vibe to them. Okay, that's that's cool. I like I like my Quarians as a, as a Tallymancer. I'm 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 solid with this reference. You said Tallymancer. I was like, yeah. So so you're like a like a you count? No, I'm just like, really just really like Tally. Like, oh yeah, no, Tally's pretty great. Those hips don't lie. Mm -mm. Um. But, uh, yeah, I mean, craft worlds are, in general, a little like the Koreans, but this one even more so, because their gigantic continent-sized starship was broken apart and is now yeah. a bunch of little little ones. Like a uh, literal flotilla, yeah. They fight as something they call Sword Wind. It's an extremely powerful attack that just crushes the enemy with large amounts of uh, Aspect Warriors in particular. Basically, it's like, all right, take Blitzkrieg, but make it your entire force and just, like, ram it into somebody. Like wow. Fast, incredibly hard hitting, just big ol' like slap you with it. Damn. The, Swordwind the, the is such roll. a cool that's such a cool name though, calling it Swordwind. That's very, very dope. Uh but if if the enemy has any defense, you're risking your whole squad though. Like you're risking your whole force. If if they can defend it somehow, like your whole your whole pack is doomed. If well, that's a strat. Combine the combine the foresight of the Eldar and their seeing of the you know future and all that stuff and how they figure out how to use all their various because uh, it's it's hard hitting but I always assumed it was like a combination of of the the fast annoying Eldar shenanigans combined with just steamrolling the enemy. Fair. So it's, it's a it's a good old steamroll. I'm you know you're playing you're playing Zur. You got those ultralists out. <laughs> Zur you're, Raj. You're rolling yourself in there. Yeah. Um. I did actually, I mentioned Aspect Warriors. I don't think we ever talked much about Aspect Warriors in the first Eldar episode. And they're kind of a fun little thing that I'd like to mention. Okay. So Aspect Warriors, because there are regular Eldar and like Guardians and then the, the civilian kind of group with the Black Guardians and the Ulthway. An Aspect Warrior is a warrior that undergoes the path of 
the warrior. This will probably be a whole episode, yeah. But um, they go underneath a particular path of the warrior, and they choose an aspect to specialize in. So they choose a, a temple to undergo, and they specialize an aspect of the god of war, Cain, or a different one of the Eldar myth. Mm -hmm. um, so, for example, there are lots of aspect warriors, like there are things called fire dragons. Fire dragons have, like, melta guns, basically. Ah, um, okay. But Eldar versions, so they're better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're called like dragon fusion guns, and and so Ooh, these guys are like tank and too. yeah, like big tank and monster hunters basically. And so they the the, the um, god of not fire god, but like that kind of aspect of war. Uh, Howling banshees are an aspect warrior. Hey, we know them. We do. Uh, I think striking scorpions are they're like the sneaky, really fast ones, basically. Um, which is kind of fun. They like they all have some kind of aspect to them. Right. Um, however, they are led by something known as a Phoenix Lord, which is the leader of their temple. Uh oh. Jane, Jane Czar was the leader of the Howling Banshees. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, Shy has a picture there. Left to right is Dire Avenger, Howling Banshee, Fire Dragon, Striking Scorpion. Uh, Dark Reaper and a swooping hawk, and the guy in the front looks like just a warlock, I think. Or oh, that yeah. striking scorpion looks so cool. Yeah, the the fast, speedy ones. Yeah, it, it almost yeah. That looks very dope. I like I like the the hair on the striking scorpion, the little tendrils that whip out. Yeah, they're howling pretty, banshee also very cool. So yeah, they're, they're I dig pretty, it. They're pretty neato. They are pretty neato. Um, so yeah, they all have their own aspect. They all have their own lore, Phoenix lore that goes over the temple. Mm -hmm. Bealtan makes use of a, a shitload of aspect warriors. I think the most out of any craft world because they're so like martial and aggressive. They're very militaristic because mm. bring back the old days, you know? So would they be pretty goddamn strong since they're using so many aspect warriors? So many more aspect warriors than the other um, craft worlds, I guess? Well, they're very military. Like they're much, they're very military and martial in, in their strength, and so they they move quick. They, they tend because of the sword wind ability. They with the speed, power, precision. They move quick. They quick. They hit hard. They're pretty good. Um, I, I'm not quite sure if I'd call them uh, like, a, like a top level tournament list, but I don't really know. I don't play. I don't play Eldar. Is that a heart in their logo? Yeah. Huh. Looks yeah, like it. Almost like an onk with a heart on top of it. Almost, oh. not quite, but... Looks like a what now? An onk? What is an onk? A-N-K-H, you know, the Egyptian uh, thing? Like the, it's like, it's like, it's almost like an Egyptian cross, you know, an onk? Oh, no, I, I do not. Shy, uh, get, get him a picture of an onk. I, surely, Shy, Shy get, him, get him get an onk. Get, get, that get that like, man an onk. Like if you took the half circle of their logo and you just made it a full circle and took off the heart, you've yeah, you've essentially oh, got an onk. Yeah, okay, I've seen that before. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just didn't know what it was. That's okay. Everybody's seen one. It's just yeah. Uh, next up, we have a late hawk, also known as the bane of Bricky's existence for many years playing <laughs> 40k. A late hawk. So can suck these, my ass. These are the ones that steamrolled you for years and, and gave you your uh, innate hatred of the Eldar. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take <laughs> this plane, and I'm going to give it uh, minus two to hit at all times, and when you shoot at it, I'm going to give it minus three to hit, which means your guardsmen are hitting it on sevens. What dice are you rolling? A d6? Guess you can't hit me. 
fucker. Oh, no. Is that really how that worked? That was old 40k. Yeah, I I, oh. I, I could literally not shoot their planes. I physically could not. Yikes. I, okay, I can see why why you feel the way you feel about the Eldar now. If they, they have they've since <laughs> made they have since made a a change to where you can only ever have a negative of one uh, at mm -hmm. max. So it's pretty good. And if you yeah, it's pretty good on that one. But yeesh. Um, oh shit, their logo is cool. Yes, uh, their logo is pretty neato actually. Uh, I, I like that one a lot. The Eldar LA talk though, they are a very large spreading craft room. Uh, they have people and seers everywhere. Uh, you gotta give them a little bit of the Alpha Legion vibe. Mm. Um, they are constantly acting with misdirection, spying, and sabotage. Okay. They love okay. to constantly be going around and causing problems for other people and being a, just a genuine nuisance. Oh, who is that, Chai? Who's Who did Chai just post uh, in that picture of? That's dope. Whoever that is is a slick mother. That looks like a Eldar Farseer. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I'd buy that for a dollar. You'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Uh, mm. But actually, funny enough, the um, the logo itself mm -hmm. is um, the Sword of Cain, the God of War, bisecting uh, the Red Moon, which is a sign of a house known, of, known as Eldenesh, which was a memory about uh, the war in heaven in a way old Eldar mythology. Mm. So the red moon is like an ill omen, uh, as like a warning. Like, hey, if you offend the gods, this is the fate you'll you'll have, and that's why the sword is going through it. That's not a red moon. That is a very yellow moon. Yeah, well, the Eldar don't don't give a shit. Jeez. Um, no the Eldar they they shun contact with other Eldar races pretty often. Uh, because they are very scared of Slanesh. They are probably one of the more spooked of them all. And ah. they fear that the taint of Slanesh will grip them more than the other Eldar believe so. So, like, yeah, I'm not going to talk with you, Drukari. I'm not going <laughs> to talk with you, Arlequins, or most other craft worlds, because you people scare me. I mean, that's fair. If you are more inclined to be fearful of Slanesh and losing your soul to Slanesh, I can see why your group would be, like, completely isolated and and not want to converse with... Uh, obviously, I don't think any of the craft worlds really ever want to talk to the Drukari, right? That's as far away from those crazy fuckers as possible, but uh, it's kind of kind of wild they won't even talk to other, like, craft worlds. They, they Drukari, I get, but... yeah. Well, you gotta remember that the Eldar have that like overly emotional side of them. That's uh, it's true. They they do they do be a bit emotional though. Yeah, and so basically, whenever you do, well, you know, you gotta crank that stuff up to eleven. So them them being frightened of that and shunning other people is like high level. Yeah. Um, they live a life of pretty harsh discipline. So the the path of the warrior they follow like to a T, very strongly. Remember how knights have like that code of honor and chivalry and they'd sit there doing warrior stuff all day and being boring yeah that's why i imagine lay talk is they stay on this really harsh path uh, and some can't some kind just can't deal with this harsh path and they eventually leave they become like corsairs or they might become a like a ranger for the craft world mm. in fact uh, a lay talk produced the most rangers out of any of the other craft worlds <laughs> Because they just couldn't hack it. They just couldn't put up with the uh, the amount of discipline needed. 
No, because rangers are are super sneaky and stealthy, and they like sneaky and stealthy. Oh shit! Um, oh, is that a ranger? They look that's they a look ranger. Very cool too, with their little shroud and what a bunch yeah. of edge lords. They they look pretty neat. LA talk. The main thing is if you're far enough away, you are hard to hit. They have lots of ambushing. They make use of rangers. Rangers coming out of nowhere and sniping down people. That's kind of their main thing. Is the rangers? Gotcha. So they like their rangers a lot. They deploy forward. They they sneak around. They hop out of the battlefield. They hop back in. They, they, they do weird stuff like that. They like they okay. like being all sneaky, field ambushy people. Sneaky gitch. It's like a little yeah, a little sneakier than the blood axes. <laughs> it's um, not a high bar. <laughs> no, LA Talk uh, currently believes that the Necrons are actually the largest threat to the galaxy. Um, oh. despite the fact that they actually encountered a Tyranid Hive Fleet before the Ultramarines did, and, uh, had, huh. took some serious losses, they ended up taking it out, luckily, but, or the splinter of the Hive Fleet, whatever they do. Um, I could see them thinking that the Necrons are potentially the biggest threat, like, if all of the, uh, Tomb Worlds woke up, sure, but currently, I don't know, I don't think the Necrons are the biggest threat. I mean, obviously, they think so, but... Well, well, remember the Eldar. They they are seeing the future, and they're like, "Yep, oh, the Necrons true. are the worst. We got to get rid of them." That is true. If you could see into the future, yeah, the Necrons are probably the worst. Who do you think is the worst right now? What's the, the biggest threat? I, to- the the Nids. Tyranids. Okay. Yeah, the Nids by far. Actually, I was thinking or, I mean, it had I mean, to be like the Orcs always, or the Nids or Chaos. Yeah, definitely chaos not is humanity. A um, not yeah. that humanity is good, but I don't think they're the biggest threat. No, humanity is 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 got its own problems tau kind of feels like a drop in the bucket at this point tau could get slaughtered by most races but <laughs> by like everybody yeah. you know except for maybe the craft world eldar they they might not be able to pull it off because they are also a dying race true yeah regardless um yeah la talk they are the sneaky the sneaky gets with all their sneaky rangers and in game they also play a lot like that they have a lot of you know field craft master of ambush the sh- shift Shift Shroud of Alasar, the Pathfinder Ambush, all that kind of stuff. You know. Yeah, sneaky gates. It's a harsh and, and difficult thing to be in a lay talk. Um, but, and because of the harshness of it, you a lot of people become rangers, and that's why they have so many goddamn rangers. Mm-hmm. Next Which up. Sounds like a good thing to have. Next up is Ianden. 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 Iandin's nuts. Wow, did you just deez nuts a craft world? Yes. How do you how do you spell that anyway? Yandin. Is that like is that like one of those I I A D E N I Y A N D E N. Oh god. Yanden? I don't know. They have the, my least favorite color scheme by far. By far okay. of all of them. They are yellow and blue. Oh, God, that's awful. I just put a picture of one of those fuckers. In. It's awful. It's blinding. It's, that's terrible. It's Oh, that's the one that I think looks like Marge Simpson. Yeah, it is the Marge Simpson one. You're it's right. the Marge Simpson one. Oh, I, okay. I like him a little bit more now, actually. Because Marge Simpson? Yeah. Homie. Yeah. <laughs> looks fine to me, Imperial Fist fans. Yeah. Logo's That's, pretty cool. Well, the logo's not bad, but but yeah, uh, Iandin. So they specialize in getting fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Eandin's got itself, like, just constantly bodied over and over and over again. Um, they got smashed by Chaos real hard. Oh. And then the Tyranids came in and absolutely crushed their craft world. Just, like, festered all over it. We're all over the place, causing myriad issues. Like, the Tyranids just infested it. Um, oh, that's unfortunate. Luckily, they were able to be saved by a once-exiled pr uh, prince, a guy named Prince Uriel. He was uh, was exiled as a corsair, and he came back, and he had, had this big old quote. He's like, my loyal warriors, my kin, by deed and bond, our home faces obliteration, our people are dying. The light of Eandon fades, but it is not yet extinguished. Outcasts and exiles, follow me to war. Like a spear of flame, we shall pierce the darkness. We shall bring ruin to the void spawn filth that seeks to defile the shrine of Asriyan. If we are to die, let it be here. Yada, 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 Prince Uriel shit. I mean, that sounds like a pretty noble dude. Why'd he get outcast? I, I I'm pretty sure I remember him being an asshole. Um, <laughs> I, th I think, I mean, Eldar are assholes, but I'm pretty sure Prince Urien was particularly an asshole. Mm -hmm. And uh, we will need to do a, a video on Prince Uriel, of course, because okay. there's a lot of people. Um, the list but, grows longer still. But he came back and he had his, he, I mean, he had this big old, like, what say you exiles of Eandon? Are you with me? Well, et cetera. Very, that's, a, that's a cool idea, though, that like, even though dirty. they were, they were exiled from their home, they were outcast and shunned. Uh, they still returned and saved their homeland. I'm yeah. assuming they get unexiled after literally saving the craft world. That they do, I believe. Um, but like, despite the fact that they took away all the nids and dealt with the problem, the Eden craft world is like a ghost town. Oh, because they is, just got so shrekt. They got so shrekt. It is nearly a ghost town. It, the halls are filled with actual ghosts because it's Eldar and the mines and all that stuff. Oh, so, yeah, it would be filled with actual ghosts, wouldn't it? Be yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. But because of that, uh, in order to fight the wars of the living, the dead must repopulate the ranks. So, Ian Den specializes in wraith constructs. Oh, right, because you need dead bodies to pilot those. You need a soul stone to pilot them. And normally, it's un it's un they don't like to call upon the wraith constructs because they want their ancestors to rest. Mm -hmm. But uh, when there is no more living, the dead must fight your battles. Oh, so is Eonden actually pretty strong because they have so many, like, soul stones and dead people to use for their uh, wraith constructs? Oh, no, they're a shadow of their former self. They're, they're incredibly, like, fucking weak right now. Um, oh, that's unfortunate. But it's just when they fight, they tend to utilize large amounts of constructs instead of all their other things. Right. As you How's can see in that uh, photo on the, of all those minis down there, there's Prince Uriel in the bottom right. And there are Wraith Knights above him and, other, and all the Wraith constructs behind him, as you can see all of the... Uh, Pinball heads, as I call them. Yeah, I like how Uriel is the only one that looks cool. Everyone else just looks really derpy. I mean, I love the giant walkers. I think Wraith Knights look neat, but the oh, color sure. scheme—the color scheme sucks. It's awful. Yeah. How strong are Wraith constructs? Are they equivalent to a knight? Well, I know they're are, more mobile, right? Though those are Wraith Knights. 
Wraith knights are about the size of like a of a knight. Um, I don't know if they're toe to toe or not, but they are about the same size. The ra- other wraith constructs on the ground there, I think, are maybe more like along the lines of probably stronger than Space Marines. Those constructs, but um, I don't know about like how much. Maybe like the like Gravis Space Marines or like. They're they're bigger. They're bigger. I think they're bigger. I think they're tougher overall. Wow. Um, but I know that the the actual wraith guard, like the wraith blades, wraith guard. That's what the names of those small ones are. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in in game. They are like, for example, they're toughness six. Marines are toughness four. A regular marine has oh. two wounds. Wraith guard has three wounds. Um, like a possessed marine from chaos is tough as five with three wounds instead of six. Um, you know, like they have like minus one damage because they're tough. Like I, I don't know, I think they're tougher and they're bigger and they're guns. They're guns. They're guns. They're guns hurt. Okay. They have something called a wraith cannon. They also have something called a D scythe. Um, a D scythe. Yes. So a, a wraith cannon is a portable disruption uh, cannon. It's a more portable version of the D cannon. Basically what it does is it is a massive distortion weapon that weapon that fires a temporary rift into real space so that the warp starts to rip things out through like a pot- like a like a torrent of force and like gravity. Oh shit. So they're sh- they're shooting holes in reality. Wow. <laughs> that is some 40k shit and that sounds awesome. I love that. The, they, uh, they they got portal guns, sort of. Kind of, yeah. the The D cannon is a, is a larger version of it, um, <laughs> which and if they are like if they're not literally swallowed by the warp rift and sent into the warp, the following gravity and forces will rip you apart like a black hole. Damn. So they they're pretty nutty. Black hole warp portal guns. Black, yep, black hole warp portal guns. You know, yeah. if if in old, Eon, in old 40k insta killed things, of course. If Eonden had a better color scheme, I think I might like them the best out of all the factions. You like the dead walk again kind of thing? Yeah, I love the like. Oh, it's a ghost town, but they actually use ghosts to fight for them, and uh, the portal guns. It, yeah, that's that's actually really cool. I I, I like it. It, if I was going to pick one of these factions, I'd pick the Yondin and actually paint them a completely different color. They should just be, like, all white. Like like ghosts. Just all white? Just all white. And maybe, maybe, like, red eyes or something, but, yeah. Or, like, orange eyes or something. Like, really haunting orange uh, eyes or something. The, the, the Casper the Ghost? Yeah! Craft World Caspers! That's so, that's so silly, but not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> Some guy did a um some guy did a wraith uh, a wraith knight as like um like how do you spell it? like Deus dos Mertos? Uh I I do not know. The 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 Day of the Dead, the 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 um Oh, Dia de los Muertos? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you spell it, but I know oh, of it. I just figured it out. Some guy made a wraith knight uh in that color scheme. Oh, nice! Did you put like sugar skulls on it and everything? Ah, uh, I, I just found it. No, that, that's that's art shy. I'm, this is the guy who did oh. it in, in real life. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, but it was like, really neato. The the art that Chai posted, very cool. Oh, also the, very cool. Yes, the actual mini. Oh, dude, 
Hell yeah. If Yandan had a theme like that, I'd be all about it. That but would be bar none favorite faction, no doubt. But alas, Marge Simpson. Homie, why do I look so bad, homie? I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I activated my fight or flight response. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, last one we have for today is Same Han. Uh, same Han is, if that's even how it's pronounced, uh, is red and white. Much, much better. Red and white. Very nice. Yeah, um, kind of boring, but all right. A little boring, but it's all right. Uh, they were considered one of the first ever craft worlds to leave the Eldar. One of the first ones to be like, hmm, I'm leaving. <laughs> We've gone too far. You- we have made a mistake. Mm-hmm. So they bailed. And they are very much well known for their jet bikes. Ooh, nice. And uh, they are all about speed, savagery, and very fast-moving lightning attacks. Like a, The concept is to be like a serpent before retreating from battle. They pop in to go, bite, and they back off. Oh, um, is, that, is that why their logo looks like that? Mm-hmm. And they also, because uh, the concept is that the Eldar Serpent, the mythological serpent, is supposed to exist in both the material and immaterial realm. And therefore, because it does, it knows all the secrets of the universe. So, same is the word for snake slash secret knowledge. And Han is like the conjecture or conjecture for the quest for it. Same Han is the quest for knowledge. Oh, is that why? Is that why there's also like an infinity logo on there? Uh... I think so. Oh, that's cool. That's a dope logo with a lot of meaning to it. I like that. I like that a lot. And the fast ones are red colored. Who would have guessed? Hmm. They're secretly orcs. Obviously. Obviously. What's that wing thing? Is that one of the um, aspect warriors? I believe that is a swooping hawk. Damn, that one looks really cool. I don't know if it's just because the artist rendition of like the helmet or whatever, but damn, that looks cool. That was what uh, Lucorifus and his raptors fought at the end of the book, flying around like that. And ate. And ate. Um, flesh. But uh, yes, that. So those are those are swooping hawks. Also, an aspect warrior, obviously, because they mm-hmm. they specialize in that concept of the flying guy like that. Yep. Um, swooping hawks uh, are, are a big part of them, but they do very much love their jet bikes. They like wind rider mounts on jet bikes, and uh, almost all of them are part of this wind rider family, even including their seers. Mm-hmm. They actually this is this is little part I pulled from the wiki that I thought was fucking weird, uh, and this is uh, verbatim: the chieftain's closest family form the kinsmen who paint their faces with hot blood on the eve of conflict drink from each other's wrists and oh. ride to war together as brothers. Oh, that's that's very weird. I don't but... know if they actually mean drink from their wrists in that method, but if they do, Jesus Christ. That's that's some weird rituals, but that's 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 sort of that fictional sort of oh, we exchange blood, therefore we're closer than brothers. We're closer than family. We are blood. So I, I, I sort of get that sort of uh, fiction take. There's a lot of that uh, macho blood exchange. <laughs> so manly. What's the, what the fuck was that sound you just made right there? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when people are trying like way too hard, like, ooh, look at how manly I am, but they're really just being big nerds. It's like, oh, I'm so manly. It's like, no, you're not. 
That's 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 bizarre. Uh, uh, anyway. That's how people pass diseases. <laughs> Whatever you have, disease. That's true. You have the disease of no bitches. I have the disease of anime. That's true. Anyway, um, so yeah, Samahan is definitely got a much more warrior tribesman style to them. Uh, probably because when they were one of the first people to leave the Eldar, they kind of almost feel like Exodites sometimes. They have the the old kind uh, of feudal, feral, whatever. Feudal, uh, word, yeah. words, old school kind of way about them. In fact, when the craft world wants to go out and fight, they don't. All the all the tribes don't actually have to. Some can just say no if they don't want to be a part of it. Though that does often involve things like disagreements involving ritual combat, because of course they're Eldar and tribal means ritual yep. combat. Other Eldar see them as a little savage. I get that, sure. Totally get that. A lot of their weird ceremonies, yeah, I bet they do see them as savage and feral. Especially those hoity-toity uh, Eldar, yeah. Yeah, I'm imagining some things like... Uh, like a lay talk might see them. It's really fucking like, yeah. really fucking like just like annoying. oh god, look at these backwater savages. Yeah. So because their love for speed and, and traditions and tribal kind of things, they are all the stuff in gameplay is like re-rolling charge rolls, falling back and charging. Their stuff says like wild host, wild rider chieftain, uh, the warriors of the raging winds, that kind of stuff. That's their main uh, concepts. So would the El would these Eldar kind of be like um like a almost like an Eldar version of the White Scar? Yeah, very much so. Very yeah. you know, very tribal, very fast. They like the hard hitting and, and moving back kind of thing. Though the, I think they might I always thought the White Scars had a bit more of a fun time about it. The um uh, okay. because these guys are like very tribal and, and very like harsh. Where the White Scars, if you remember, they're the laughing killers. They're like oh, laughing to themselves as they're rolling up in their motorbikes and slicing people apart. Like they yeah. seem like they're they're enjoying the battle a lot more. Where they, they I don't know the same Han people seem to be kind of like, I mean they're Eldar. They're very they're very like stoic, hoity toity. Hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Damn, their Our bikes are cool though. These these Eldar bikes are slick. It's actually a new model they recently came out with something called a Shroud Runner. I always thought this Ooh. was really dope. A Shroud Runner was, uh, is like a combination of a Ranger and a bike on together. It was just a recently remade model and allows you to, to have a guy with a sniper rifle on top and then the main bike on the front. It's pretty fun. That is pretty cool, yeah. yeah it Imagine really... it's hard to aim a sniper while you're on a speed bike, though. Not if you're Eldar. Uh, it's true. That's true. Those, those crafty Eldars. Those crafty world Eldars, am I right? Those crafty Eldar. Those crafty Eldar. What a bunch of dinguses. What a bunch of dinguses. Shai said, wow, you guys are weird savages. And their response is, at least our craft world isn't 90% dead Marge Simpsons. <laughs> That's why your mama did. Vine oh, boom, boom sound effect. That's why your daddy gone. Vine boom sound effect. Damn. That's why your dad hasn't come back from getting his milk. That's why your craft world dead. Oh, yeah, there's the model. See, they got the little snipers in the back and then the... Oh, yeah, that is cool. Yeah, it's oh, fun. That, that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. It's kind of a weird color clashing since they're wearing camo on a big bright red bike. It's like, do you really need the camo at that point? I know it's to be like, oh, look, they're rangers. It's like, who, who cares at that point, right? Like, you don't need the camo anymore. You're on a it's, big bright red bike. It's uh, for the aesthetic. Shut up. <laughs> 
Also, Makes no for, damn sense. Let's not forget how fast they move. You know, uh, Harlequins color themselves that way to make them look like a, a blur of color because they move so darn quick. So, so what you're saying is camo is even less important because they're just a blur anyway. No, it makes the blur heart even worse. Okay. I do like the Harlequins uh, dressing the way they do to make it like an entertaining blur of colors. Oh, I, do, I, I really love that about the Harlequins, to be fair. That is that is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Still shenanigans, mm -hmm. though. Oh, yeah. At, well, what in 40k isn't? That's very true. Anyway, that is uh, that is same Han. Those are the five main craft worlds you can play in the game. Um, there, uh, I, I must admit, despite my my obvious bias and hatred of elves, <laughs> repub re of hate elves, um, I actually do like the new craft world codex. I think it's pretty neat. It, it requires a lot of skill to play properly because you're so squishy, but you're so fast. And uh, a lot of the craft worlds are really neat. I would probably play Ulthway if I if was given my chance. Okay. Um, I just think Ulthway is really neat. Has a lot of uh, a lot of cool concepts to them. They also have this really neat rule called the Strands of Fate, which is fun. Ooh, okay. um, you you basically uh, roll a bunch of dice. Uh, I think it's six. Yeah, you roll six dice, and then they correspond to different things like. A dice roll of a one is advanced, two is charge, three is psychic test, four is hit, five is wound, six is saving throw. And then you roll the six, and then they are different results, and you get to pick four. And then that basically, you get to use them later as an automatic roll of a six. So it's like you've you've seen the future of the things you have of, of fate, and you can, like, adjust fate as you will. Oh, that's actually a really cool way to 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 put in the lore of them being like farseers and having farsight. That's actually really dope. I like that. Yeah, it's kind of like Miracle Dice for sisters, but it doesn't quite take it away, which I'm happy about, but it's its own shtick. Um, cool. They also have something called Battle Focus, which is every time you, you shoot, you can then roll a dice and then you can move that many that many more inches. So very nice. often it's it's pop out outside of cover, shoot, and then pop it back into cover. Because you're an Eldar and you're an asshole. You're a sneaky git. You're a sneak. You're a bunch of sneaky. Should I do that? Should I have the picture of the orc with the Eldar mask on? He's like, ooh, I'm a pointy, pointy little Eldar git. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen this. I gotta find that image. It always makes me laugh. I play the Eon Den. Ah, there I he is. The ghost constructs. Found him. Show me. It's uh, it's it's not a big photo, but it's funny to me. Oh my god, I did one of those things where the link for it was forty thousand characters long. Uh oh, is this an epic embed fail failure? No, laugh at please. this user. No, please don't do this. <laughs> he embedded it wrong in the Discord. Everyone, laugh at this man. Ha <laughs> What a loser! I found, I found uh, an image. I found the Oh, okay. Oh, okay, that's that's, that's, that's pretty good. Come, come, come on, I want you I want you to say this one. Avagandra-ish, boys! Oh, he's an Eldar! La-dee-da-dee-da! Yay. You're welcome. Thank you. Alright, you know what? That, 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 that's all I wanted. That's it. I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go eat a piece of white bread. 